Welcome. You are listening to a recording provided for the use of the blind and print impaired. Materials or items read on Airs LA are the copyright property of the original authors or publishers. No unauthorized use or duplication is permitted. There's something new on Airs LA every day. Hi, I'm Patty Matson, and you're listening to Style and Substance. Today's article is from Reader's Digest's March-April 2023 edition on page 96, entitled Inspiration. My lucky bamboo. If the plant could thrive, maybe I could too, even with cancer. By David Myers from the Washington Post. My wife Hannah and I don't usually keep houseplants. Anything in pots gets either overwatered or underwatered. But after my diagnosis with glioblastoma, a terminal brain cancer with a prognosis of little more than a year to live, I loved the idea of having something new and green around. My friend Mitch gave me what he said was a lucky bamboo plant in a deep green pottery bowl with three pencil-sized stalks braided together. We placed the plant in the living room window across from the couch where I spent much of the day. I smiled when I looked at it over the rim of the mug of coffee Hannah brought me each morning. I told Hannah I wanted to care for the plant myself. When it didn't immediately turn yellow or brown or lose all its leaves, I was pleasantly surprised. Tending to the plant gave me a sense of accomplishment at a time when I sometimes felt useless. Glioblastoma limited my ability to walk, and the treatment left me fatigued, making it hard for me to accomplish everyday tasks. As a family physician, I was used to being the one who provided care, not the one who received it. Since my diagnosis in August 2018, far too often, it seemed, I had to rely on help from other people. The enormous change left me feeling adrift and unsettled. Watering the plant, as small an act as it was, connected me to a core part of my old identity and taught me that I could still be a caregiver. Plants and people could still depend on me. Over the next few months, I recovered from surgery and completed radiation and the first round of chemotherapy. Even after I returned to work, I continued to care for the plant. Soon, it had nearly doubled in height and its leaves were shiny and lush. Both the tree and I were thriving. Then, mysteriously, it began to show signs of stress. I increased my watering, then decreased it. I nestled coffee grounds into the soil, a common fertilization method. I fed it commercial plant food. No matter what I did, the leaves kept browning and dropping to the floor. I grew more and more frustrated and uneasy. I can't even care for a simple plant, I yelled. I'm failing. Hannah reminded me that we'd seen house plants die before. She asked me why I was getting so worked up about this particular one. If my lucky bamboo dies, I blurted out, I might too. I couldn't shake the feeling that the plant had become a symbol of my own precarious health. Identifying with the green and growing plant had offered me solace. And now that the tree was struggling, I felt increasingly fearful. Its shriveling leaves, I worried, might signal the reoccurrence of my brain tumor. I realized that I had wrongly connected my careful nurturing of the plant, something over which I had at least some control, with my own survival, something over which I had no control. When my tumor inevitably returned, it would not be because of any failure on my part, not because I ate sugar occasionally, and, and certainly not because I failed to keep this plant alive. 
As my anxiety lessened, I began to pore over online tutorials to help me figure out how to care for my ailing plant. Following the instructions, I transplanted the tree to a larger pot, untangled its roots to give it room to grow. When it was back in the sunny window, we both began to thrive. Whenever I look at that tree with its braided stalks in its new pot, I make a point to think of Mitch and the other people who have cared for and supported me. If the plant outlives me, I hope it will comfort Hannah and remind her that our large community will continue to nurture her, even after I'm gone. Well, that wraps up Style and Substance for today, Tuesday, March 14th, 2023. If you'd like to learn more about Airs LA, follow us on Facebook at www.facebook.com slash AirsLA, and be sure to click the like button. This podcast is solely for the use of the blind and print impaired. Any unauthorized use is prohibited. Make it a hopeful week.